Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 103rd episode of the Talking with a Dad podcast. This evening, Steve, how we doing? Doing really good, man. Uh, you know, got abducted by aliens last week. That's why I wasn't present or, you know, any of the weeks prior. Right now, folks, I don't know if you know this, but I got myself in a little trouble with the government with this whole countdown thing. Uh, said some things it's that passed. they didn't the agree with. The passed. None of, it, none of it ever really came out or any substantial information. Wait, I thought we were still like 100 days out or something like that. Yeah, we were 100 days out when we talked about it originally in like January. No, wait, wait. Well, the last time we talked about it, we were still no, look, trying to figure out the you, countdown. I told you six weeks ago that it was two weeks or something. And then uh, we kind of they kind of delayed and then there really hasn't been any super substantial information come out. You're just a hater, man. You don't want to accept the truth, bro. You don't want to accept the truth, man. It's not weather balloons, man. It's not weather balloons. I believe uh, as there is a record that I'm the person who believed that a uh, we were more likely to have alien uh, contact than there would be to be solo. And you were the guy who said that you didn't think aliens existed. So, yes, that is 100 percent. That's why I was doing a parody of uh, all my uh, lesser. Not you. Not you. you. Your arguments are always tip top. I'm That's you know my true. lesser. <laughs> my lesser friends in regards to aliens. But to answer your original question, I'm doing good, man. We might need to invest in a fan for the man cave. I'm starting to feel it a little bit. It's a little warm down here, a little toasty. I got this hoodie on, but I'm not taking it off because I'm fat and I don't Wait. want anyone to see my belly. That's <laughs> right. You have like a hoodie on. You, you're not even like a light hoodie either. You have like a full winter hoodie right there. That's it. And what you're wearing right there is enough for a winter jacket for me for the entire season. Oh, man, uh, you need to go back to L.A. during the winter times. Funniest thing. People are like, it's freezing. Like, it's, it's Wait, I went during freezing. February. Oh, so you, you probably saw it. Did you see people walking around in bubble jackets and stuff? They're in like Patagonia jackets and like jeans, and I'm in shorts <laughs> and a T-shirt. It was amazing. I thought those, <laughs> the first time I seen it happen, I, I seriously was like. Eh. But to be fair, though, 60 degrees in California is different than 60 degrees here because we have a level of humidity at all times yes. where yes, they have yes, zero yes. humidity in the L.A. area. They're probably do in different spots because it's they're so close to the water. Um, yeah. So it does feel a little bit different. 60 here feels way hotter than it does in L.A. I can understand why people could get used to that and wear jackets at 60. And obviously, it depends on which part of L.A. you are. If you're near PCH, obviously, you know, 60 is going to feel like 50. Straight up, that you know, the breeze comes off the off the water, and it's like PCH, uh, Pacific Coast. I, I know, highway. I know what PCH is, but I, I, it's north of LA. No, South? it runs through LA. It runs. It's like oh, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> see, see, I probably drove on. <laughs> what was this? You're like, it's, it goes that way. <laughs> I have no idea. It's where you go up to Malibu. I know you take PCH, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's a beautiful drive you know, when there's no traffic. To hell with all that nonsense, those hippies <laughs> out there. <laughs> How are you doing, man? Not even real people. Uh, I'm, no. You know, I'm living. Happy late Canadian day? Don't care. Yes, you do. Well, I mean, to all the people who still believe we're, we're Canadian, then yes, happy Canada day. Canucko! Is that a thing? Is that like a Canadian call sign? Uh, well, I mean, the Canucks are the the Vancouver Canucks, so. Yeah. It's a hockey team. I'm sure. I know. It's, I'm sure. You I didn't know that. that. I'm sure. You I didn't. didn't. I was like, please don't leave me hanging here. Let me know. <laughs> I had to give you a second on it. Yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about some stuff tonight, man. Uh, we're talking about some WoW. Talking about some Tarkov. Some wipes. You know, obviously, at some point, we will drift off into uh, some hatred of Conor McGregor. Somehow, we'll make fun of Francis Ngannou possibly losing out against the UFC because no one wins. 
against the UFC, right? Correct. No one wins. Correct. The, the it's bait, like, it's like trying to fight the IRS. <laughs> you will never win. It's a, you, you, you're not going to get what you thought you were going to get. Ever. But let's start. Let's start. Let's start with WoW, man. Uh, so what's going on there? Okay. So uh, first big um, content release of Shadowlands, right? Shadowlands expansion came out in November or whatever what it was. Right. Um, patch 9.1 comes out. Uh, patch 9.1 is out. Uh, so we get a new zone, uh, some new daily stuff to do, um, and that's about it. Uh, and then we get a new raid that comes out on Tuesday, so a week after the patch. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Actually, and a new dungeon, too, but I don't give a fuck about the dungeon compar- comparatively to the raid. Why not? It's, you know, it's a thing that I'll do once or twice, but the raid I'll spend a significant amount of time in. Okay. You know, the the dungeon is what it is. Uh, actually, I'll probably do it a few times. There's a mount in there that you can get, so I'll, I'll probably want to collect that. But realistically, I, I don't really... I don't do dungeons as, as much as I should, so... I mean, you, you don't sound enthused, Zach. I know you had already given me the answer to this during the pre-show. Folks, in case you don't know, we uh we talk it over with each other just to see how toxic we're going to get before any given night when we do True. record. And we, we you know, we kind of get into it. We, we waste our best material on each other, right? We, all yeah, the well, funny the best that material be- <laughs> can't be published. Right, right. right. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. for the Patreon shows. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's just been, the issue has been nine months since there was you know a content release so right. we got shadowlands there was a lot to do you know three four months in is realistically when we should have started seeing the new content and then five months five or six months in is when we should have gotten the new content and we should have been you know in the cycle of looking at new content again right now um right. but obviously there, there's COVID delays and they released burning crusade classic so I don't even know if the teams overlap there. I'm not, I'm not sure how the how the dev team works uh, for WoW versus WoW Classic, but you know, so there's there's all that. But it's it's just a, it's just a, you know it's the content drop wasn't that much. I completed all of the week one stuff in six hours, not not even four hours, um, and then it's just like okay, well now what? And then you're just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, and that's it. So it's just frustrating. Uh, if the new raid, if I don't enjoy the new raid, I'm just going to cancel my subscription. Because there's there's nothing for me. There's no reason for me to keep paying for it if I'm not going to play it. And there's there's realistically nothing to do at this point. Wow. I think that was as shocking hearing you say those words. And it's not, I understand, obviously, you, very sound logic on why you would do it. But that was as shocking as when I told people I was canceling my Fight Pass subscription. Like, it was something no one ever thought I would ever do. But like, so, after, like, April, I didn't play until three or four days ago when the new patch was going to come out. You know, so okay. I already didn't p- play for two and a half, three months um, because there, w- there wasn't anything for me to do. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't exactly know, you know, what the content drought was going to be. You know, if in three months we're going to get more patent stuff, then, you know, maybe I'll come back and do the new raid, but I'm realistically, I'm not interested in, in doing the same thing over and over and over and over again uh, until there's new content. I just I can't do it. I, I can't. There, there's just it's the right. same stuff. You're going to do it 10,000 times and that's it. They're just going to expect you to keep doing it. So, yeah, they're, they're, it's just it's just not the it enables laziness. 
and, 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 and yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess so. I guess it enables laziness, but the way that the content works is just not how I how I enjoy content. You know, I am very much like, we, we, for example, when the Division Two came out, we beat yeah. the Division Two before it was fully released. You know, we got Smoke. like the three days in advance, like yeah. like whatever, and I had beat the full storyline of the game and was working on finished leveling by the time the game actually came out for everybody. Like, right. I'm going to fucking dump through content, so. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. No, it, well, let me ask you this question, right? Obviously, you've laid it out. What you, what's wrong? You're in that situation. How would you do the content release? Or what? What are the gaps that need to be filled in your estimation? Like I said, you know, three months of the patch. Then we start hearing about the next patch coming up with with new content, and then a month or whatever, however long you need for testing, uh, and then you release it at the five month mark. And then three months later, you, you do it again. Or maybe even six months. Maybe we release at the six-month mark. Maybe four months of, of content. Then we're hearing about new stuff. We're testing new yeah. stuff on the on the test realm. Uh, right. And then we're releasing at the six-month mark. And you could do that four times or three times. And then the fourth one would be a new expansion. Right? That's, right. that's how it generally works from what I understand. But Or, you know, you make a, a smaller filler raid in between. If they knew it was going to be nine months, they could have said, hey, by the way, we went and made this raid and we buffed it up and we're making it a filler raid in between this. And it's just old content that they can make somewhat modern again. Um, but, you know, I don't I don't know how much that takes to actually work. I know I'm just speaking out of my ass here, but yeah, something along those lines. I would have liked at least uh, to, to have done something, but there was no reason for me to play even through April. I think I stopped at the beginning of April. Like, there was no reason for me to play the game. I had done pretty much everything I could have done. It's crazy, man. I mean, comparatively, obviously, you know, I, my, the story-based games that I play, they're meant to be powered through at a certain level, and then you run out of stuff to do in a little while. But I guess the closest thing I have is every, you know, your favorite game to shit on, and now my favorite game to shit on, too is the Avengers dude. So I was really gassed about black Panther. And now I realize that like, it's going to be a small map. It's going to be about four quests. And then there's going to be a bunch of stuff where it's like, now run around and do the missions you did previously with black Panther. If yeah, it doesn't glitch mind you. Now there, there's a, there's a thing that happens in Avengers. I'm not sure if I've told you this, but at least you don't have to worry about this in a while. Or if you do tell me you do, if you do or not. So you get a new character in the Avengers and then you play that character and his, map right and it's like oh okay you did it now this is how the story connects and all that shit thanks for the you know thanks for the time jackass hopefully you'll buy some skins and then you're like well let me see how this character plays out and you know the rest of the game no like, oh shit why wait hold on for a second why is he not loading in why can't i pick him in the main story what's going on here wait they said i can play him in the main story I can see the character and the character <laughs> selecting the main story. <laughs> but for some reason, then I thought maybe it was because I was too drunk. I was I was admittedly drunk when Hawkeye came out, and I was like, all right, well, maybe I drank too much that night. <laughs> sober. I'm going to get it this time. This time, as a sober-minded man, I'll figure out how to play with the character. And then I realized it was nothing I was doing wrong. It was the fact that the game was glitching out and it would not <laughs> load him into the main game. Yeah. So I mean, I, I would rather deal with the wild problems, but I get it. Here's my beef with this type of situation, right, man? I'm the, I'm a retention guy, man. I think you you treat your loyal people or new people 
extremely well, but you should be focusing on the people who've been keeping your brand and your market alive for years. Roll it out in a way that keeps me motivated in coming back and keep it coming consistently, dude. Give me something that makes me want to play the game. You know why people love that dumbass freaking game, Marvel Alliance, man? Because it gives them something to do, right? I'm not. Now, I'm not saying that their attention span isn't that which can be easily attained. I know <laughs> that is the debate. <laughs> I, know, I, I yeah, stopped you from saying game, it. Right? It's a mobile game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a mobile game that's now on the Switch, which is a mobile console. Let's keep it one. Let's keep it a buck. But bro, just give us content, man. <laughs> I didn't like, just give us stuff. <laughs> I'm getting a little worked up. <laughs> just give us stuff to do in the game, man. It, you should not have to beg with people that you're giving your money to. Like, hey, man, uh, I would love to keep playing your game, but I want you to know that if you look over at you know, uh, got so many hours in here, and there's not anything left for me to do. Yeah. So, now let me ask you a question. Can you? It's wild, right? Wild's the video game you showed me with the with the gambling thing. Now that's well, something you you yeah, come on, man. that was a okay. First of come all, on. I don't play Alliance. That was, okay. that was on the Alliance side, and that was in Classic. Oh, and I'm it. I'm not doing the Classic thing. <laughs> I, I, I'm just not. It, it's 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 dumb. It's not even. It doesn't even seem like a good time. Um, so that- yeah, there was just I just ran out of shit to do. Uh, so I got that it, image in my head of that guy running away after he lost the bet. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to get away with his stuff. No, I, I, I get it, man. I get it. And it's a. So you're not gassed about it at all. You, you know, you're cautiously optimistic about it. And you might deactivate your account if you just power through with it. What's going on if you de- deactivate WoW? Where you stand with RuneScape right now, then? Someone asked me about this after one of our shows. They were like, well, hey, man, you know, you guys have talked about RuneScape quite a bit. And they were like, he used to be super excited about this game. I'm like, no, he genuinely, he's been playing it forever. But, you know, you do something long enough, you start to get to a place where it's like, okay, well, you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, RuneScape is a game about making goals for yourself, right? Uh, right. And you got to go out and achieve those goals. Right now, I'm in a spot where I don't really have too many goals i'm looking forward to in runescape so runescape is a game i'll play forever i will always play it um but it's not at the moment something i'm prioritizing um it's just there's been no content in runescape for a really long time probably like two years now uh there hasn't been like there's been quests and stuff to do but uh you know i'm I'm, i don't want to max my account I, i really don't i don't care to um it's a, it's just a lot of time and effort that doesn't really do much for you at the end of the day. Um, you know, there's some stuff I could do if I really wanted to, but I'm just not. I don't know. I, I want there to be new content for me to look forward to in RuneScape, and I think we're going to get that this summer, uh, or at least we're going to get an announcement this summer. But, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I stand. I go on and off with the game. Uh, I played, I don't know, over the last few months, I played 600 hours of it. So, Holy crap. You know, it's another game you play a lot of, and it's always fun to jump in that Discord when I see you guys in there, man. <laughs> so I'm just like, hey, how's everybody doing? Oh, no one's talking? I'm out of here. Uh, and it's not because you guys are rude or mean or anything. Like, you just dialed in. See, a Thieves seems to be keeping your attention. It seems to be a game you return to every time you just... But is that just because it's group play and you're having a jolly old time swashbuckling with your friends? So, I mean, there's a bit of that, right? Uh, sea of Thieves is actually a very, very fun game. Actually, I think Sea of Thieves is like legitimately probably maybe one of the better games ever to be made 
Uh, I do really? think Sea of Thieves is a very, very good game uh, because it's it's a game about nothing, right? right. It's a game about nothing that's fun. Um, you, you know, you you could play it solo, and I've done that. You could play it duos, trios, and up to four players, uh, and you're just like doing shit on on the seas as pirates. Um, the combat is very good. When you fight other ships, it is very, very good. Um, it's challenging but rewarding at the same time. It has all the things that you want in a game, right? There's a there's a skill ceiling to it. You know, you could be good at the game, you could be bad at the game. Um, when you fight other ships, it's hard but it's fun, right? It, like there's all of the things that you want in a game. Sea of Thieves has. I actually I do genuinely enjoy Sea of Thieves. I remember when the trailers dropped for that game, man, and I just thought it was a kids game. Like you know, I, I really really thought that's what it was. And when I say kids game, fool, you have to understand what I'm saying. Not that it's made for infantile thinking people. I literally thought it was a game marketed towards children. No. But the more, like, I've actually sat around. I'm that weirdo that does this. I watch gameplay on YouTube, and I usually do it for research, and then three hours later, I'm like, why don't I just play the game? Because I realize I like watching it more than I probably would enjoy playing it. Yeah. But it does look like a heck of a lot of fun. Now, I got to be is. real with you. <laughs> it looks like a great time. But it's a game about nothing. So that means a little education for Steve here. Does that mean that you're not worrying about content and what's happening? Is it a game about nothing and there's so much to do because there's so many people playing it? Is that why no, it's so able to so hold it's, you? It's literally like there is, I guess there is like some like quests that you could do to like for like the main right. storyline or whatever, but it's a sandbox game, right? In the same way that Minecraft okay. is a sandbox game. Like you have to like kind of create your own adventure, right? So like right. what we'll do is we'll go get a thing to do from one of the traders and then on the way we'll get sidetracked six times doing something else or fighting a boat over here or chasing French Canadians around over there or um, we'll get attacked by a ghost ship or we'll get attacked by a shark or a kraken and you know we'll have to deal with that and we'll have to go back and re and re get supplies and there's a, there's a lot going on in the game but there's essentially like you're you're used to playing like a god of war which is yeah. a story game on rails, right? You have yeah. to do one thing, then the next, then the next, then the next. Where Sea of Thieves, you go in and you're like, okay, what are we doing today, right? Because right. recently they released the uh, the a Pirates Life DLC is what we were playing the other night when you popped in, um, which is the Captain, uh, which is the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, themed DLC. So they okay. they released five quests that were all Pirates of the Caribbean themed, um, which were very very good, actually very good content, uh, very fun to play. Uh, free free uh, DLC essentially. They added some stuff into the game with it. It was very good. So uh, we were playing we were playing through that. But yeah, I actually I like the combat in Sea of Thieves a lot. Like I would like to just go in with two or three people and just go and fight other ships because it is it's awesome when you sink someone else's ship and you talk shit to them when they're sinking. <laughs> I think I did watch. Uh, not, you weren't streaming it, but you, no, you told me the story of. Oh, was it was it Peter that told me? You guys got into a skirmish with some dudes, and uh, you did not do well. But it sounded like it was like a lot of fun. Like I guess you picked a fight with people who were levels higher than you, and yeah, just someone's a skill ceiling. There's no really levels in the game. Right, 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 right. It's it's just, just, it was. It was just the way Peter described it. He was like, oh, my God, they're, they're climbing up the side of the boat. <laughs> I'm like, that sounds nerve-wracking. It's, but he was like, you it's intense. That. It's intense for yeah. sure. But, like, yeah, so there's, there's, a, there's a few different ways. Like, when you're fighting, like, you can just sink their ship with cannonballs, and we, we could do that very, very easily most of the time. But right, when right. people are good, they'll shoot a few cannonballs at you or have people shoot cannonballs, and one of the guys will climb in a cannon and shoot himself at your boat. 
right? Because a big part of, of winning uh, uh, battles is who can manu- outmaneuver the other boat, right? right. If you want to be the, sh- the, the shark circling the bloody fish, right? You don't want to be the guy stuck in the middle. So if you can launch someone over to the other side and I could kill you when, when if I'm on your boat and I kill you, now th- th- whatever you were doing is now vulnerable, Right. So right. you were fire you were firing cannons, so now we have a second to repair. You were repairing, now you're taking on more water. Right. You were the captain, now I could steer you another direction, or I could run up and anchor your boat, and now you're an, an absolute sitting dock. Right. So there's a few different ways you could you could handle fights. And it's got those zany looking little characters too. The characters That's the thing are ridiculous I looking. <laughs> Your characters are hilarious. And what's cool about it is when you make it like when you load in with a character, that character model is yours forever. You can't change that. Oh, really? Right. So you could you could put clothes on it and, and like you know hair and like makeup and like tattoos or whatever, but you can't change your character model. I like that. Just just stuck. Stuck is who you are. Man. Yeah. It does. It does look fun, man. I think that's a game. You have you streamed it before? And if you haven't, would you stream it? Is that something you can get in? Uh, like that one guy on Twitch that dresses up like a pirate. I assume. And his show used to be about Sea of Thieves. <laughs> unless, unless uh, he's just I don't think I ever have streamed it, and no, I have I have no interest in streaming. It or streaming in general? In general. Eh, fuck streaming. Fucking communist over there having a good time. True. Um. Well, you you know I'm gonna bite on that like a pit bull, but I I know why you don't have any interest in streaming right now, folks. If you don't know, Zach is a modern day philosopher, a purist. A man who only does things, (laughs) he only does them if he can do them excellently. If he's not enjoying the game he's playing, he's not going to attempt to make hours and hours of content about it. I respect that about you. I've seen you. You didn't know where I was going with that. You thought I was going somewhere else. I had no idea where you you. were going. Honestly, (laughs) bring out the modern day philosopher bullshit that you you do every once in a while. I had no no idea. Um, But yeah, I I just have no interest in streaming in general, I think. but yeah, Sea of Thieves is a very good time. I think you would enjoy yourself. Like, you, there's a few little mechanics you got to learn. Uh, right. How the eating works and the different foods and and uh, you know once you get your aim down on the cannon or, or or with the gun, it's actually a really good time. I know, and you know, you know, I me, mean, folks. If you if you haven't been paying attention for the last hundred or so episodes, uh, things that make me happy, like video games like this, I never come back to. You know why? Because I'm not really here to be happy. I like playing things that make me feel horrible about myself. And that's, you know, it's a life trait. We played, uh, what was the card game? Rocket League. Had the time of my life. My first goal I got, I, I felt like I really accomplished something. So I immediately <laughs> uninstalled the game, spit on the hard drive that it was installed in, and I was like, never again. Actually, I tried to play Rocket League without you guys or some, uh, some other friends. And that's when I realized it wasn't the game I was enjoying so much. It was the company. Right, the game is ridiculous. Game is hard. game is absolute. Game is hard. Hard as all get out. Hard, yeah. Uh, so all right. So the wild content not really getting you all wild like. No pun no, intended. Listen, there. I'm looking forward to the raid on Tuesday, but other than that, I don't. If I have to wait another nine months for content, there's zero chance I ever play it again. You know what? And they did it to themselves. And not that your your dollars are gonna like your their lack of and you're a realist in this regard, but it's just it's 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 lame, man. It's it's lame. I don't know if you're going through a life change too, but it's just lame to see someone that has been such an avid consumer of a product be lost because of the lack 
<laughs> the lack of consumer it is what it care. is care i'm not yeah. i'm not their demographic that they want to keep paying for yeah right they want people who buy the subscription and forget about it and then just leave it on for the next 15 years right ah, it, the, the, the gym method um, God damn it! You, you stole it right out of my. I was like the MMA gym. Yeah, well, or just gyms in general. That's how they make all their money. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I want to play the game, right? I enjoy yeah. playing WoW when there's something to do. When I'm when I log in for a raid for Castle Bathory, I was enjoying doing the raid. But I can only kill like I don't even know bosses so many times. I, you know, 15, 20 times each boss, and I'm just like, I, I'm good. I, I don't want to do this anymore. And then it's like, okay, well, what's what's next? Oh, uh, Sanctum of Domination is coming up. Oh, okay, that's oh, that's five months away still. Oh, okay, cool. Call me back in four months when I can get ready again. Right, 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 right. I get that. I get respect that, man. I really wish I could have got into it, man. I just, you know, I I don't know what's wrong with me. Can you tell me what's? No, actually, don't answer that question, folks. Comment under this video. What's wrong with the you know? What's wrong with Steve? Why can't he enjoy games that clearly other people love? I'm still waiting, obviously, for uh for your reactions to uh, New World. I haven't kept up with it, so if I say something that's completely on the line, uh, that's uh, it, a month away still. A month away still. Okay. Well, actually, it's August 31st. It's coming out. So two months, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now you're gonna be get... playing. You're gonna be playing exclusively on Amazon Luna, right? If I remember correctly, right? I don't know who who fed you this false information. <laughs> I own the game on Steam. <laughs> I own the game through Steam. Uh, yeah, so no, I'm excited for New World. Uh, I'm yeah. excited, very excited for the Battlefield game. Um, I'm very, very excited for Battlefield, modern Battlefield. As I've said a thousand times, Dice does the best modern combat in any shooter ever. Um, yeah. So Battlefield would be a very, very good time. And I think that's it. I think those are the only two games I'm looking forward to. I'm actually, uh, obviously, you know, you know, on my radar, you know, God of War Ragnarok got pushed back. Not so, not a surprise yeah, to me. Apparently, apparently, it was right? a huge surprise, huh? Next year, like next year, yeah, pushback, right? Yeah, but I don't. I, this is this was like breaking news to people, and I'm like, dude, what? You, what made you think that this one game was gonna come? Out yeah, on right. This one's gonna come out on time. <laughs> Idiots. Oh, uh, the new Forza game. Right, There'll right, be a right. Forza game coming out this year. I'm excited for that. Actually, it looks fun. Yeah, I do want to play. Obviously, I'm never going to get my hands on a PS5. I'll be 90 by the time I get True. the PS5, and, and then like the <laughs> freaking PS, the PS26 will be out by then, and that will be back ordered. But uh, um, there is a game, a few games on there I want to play. But what games? That's uh, see, so put me on a spot like this. You know, I don't. I'm not good with names. There's one game that just came out where it's basically just like this person. It does not sound like it would be fun, but essentially you have one try to beat the game. Every time you lose, you start back over at the beginning. Like there's the there's very tons be of games like that. Yeah. Like the very beginning of the game. That's fine. And uh, yeah, but I, so I really the, it's it's God of War, right? I want to know how the story is going to end. Obviously, Kratos this is, the, is, is this the last God of War. No, 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 no. What? They're going to ride this cash cow because this is basically the this is the rebranding of God of War. So if God of War was going to end, it was going to end with God of War 3 on the PlayStation. God of War 3, the one that people don't like. No, God, people love God of War 3. Wait, they don't is that the like one God that was of, really short? No, that's God of War Ascension. Which is 2? No, God of War Ascension is the game they released after God of War 3. 
and people thought they were getting the next chapter in God of War, and they found out it was a prequel. And this is a game that could have essentially it's like been four released. hours long, right? Yeah, it's one of the shortest games ever, but it had it's famous for that reason in a negative sense because it was so short, but it's also famous because it has this one battle arena board uh portion in the game where you literally it's old school gaming where you literally have to fight every minion you've beaten throughout the game and now they're coming at you in that's cool i like that yeah that 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 was a lot of fun it was that was a lot it was one of those things yeah it's it's meme worthy right because i barely made it through that i had one hit point left like literally my kratos was a dead man walking and i made it through that so obviously i'm looking forward to that man uh I would be lying to you if I if I didn't say I was gonna at least check out Black Panther for uh, for the Avengers. Of course you are. And obviously, I'm waiting for the Spider Man part, but that that's gonna be it for me, man. But that's uh, that's PlayStation exclusive. I know, and I yeah, I have a PlayStation. Oh, I own true. Avengers on PlayStation. I forgot, I, I forgot you bought it twice. Uh, no, no, I didn't. I bought it once. I forgot you loved the game so much you bought it twice. I bought it once. Bought it once. Bought it once. Once for myself, that is. Got it. Got it. You like the game so much, you own two copies of it currently, um, which is disgusting. You should never own two well, copies. Well, I mean, once, once for the little guy. Once for the little guy. He plays on the PlayStation. And, uh, you guys play together? Run. We were. We were playing pretty intensely together. And then when the Hawkeye DLC came out, I tried to help him. He was just not into it anymore. He's like, yeah, I'm good. Now he just spends his days streaming, playing uh, Plants vs. Zombie. Yeah. And, which is... Uh, <laughs> Which is a, a great game. I had to turn off the income uh, chat, you know, all that stuff because I was sitting next to him one day and I'm just watching him shoot some zombies and I hear someone like "mother, motherfucking," and I'm like, "It's a little kid's voice too." And I grab his <laughs> headphones and I'm like, "What is happening?" Right. So I had to nix that right there. Yes, I just but, um, yeah, I I forgot to tell you, I finally did get to play that UFC game. Uh, I suck at it, by Which the way. One, yeah, the one that just came out. Oh, you have made... that? No, no, no. Someone brought it into the school, and uh, I was playing it in uh, the hub. Oh, okay. On their Xbox, and uh, man, I'm I'm horrible at that game now. Oh, I used to be so good. Very, very hard, dude. But the, you know what? They, you know, what? someone people are right. They build it as if there was going to be this huge emphasis on like underground backyard fighting you got jorge masvidal you got uh freaking israel Asanya dressed up as an umbach character and you're like man is it gonna like got him dressed up like tong po like there's gonna be blood sport and then i played i'm like this is the same shit we've been doing for 10 years now there's nothing different about i mean i do like the grappling mechanics a little bit better in this game than the traditional ones oh, i changed? think it's a yeah, just slightly, just slightly. It's a little less button mashing. You like you have to be able to do stuff. But I'm in the same boat as you, man. But that makes for poor content. But you know what makes for really shitty content? Pretending like you're excited for things that you're absolutely not excited for, right? I, yeah. I don't get paid to pretend like these things are going to be good. We're not getting paid, folks. That's the problem. Now, maybe if we were getting paid by these people, maybe we would consider lying to you and make no mistake about it. Hold on. Lie to you. <laughs> if I was getting paid, I would lie to anybody. <laughs> Folks, I'm telling you right now, they gave me a dollar. I tell you that the Avengers was good. If they gave me one dollar, <laughs> if they gave me a dollar, I would tell you Ghost Recon Breakpoint was good. I, you know what? It, it, it's horrible. You remember the, the, the last day I was playing that game and I was trying to figure out how to beat the boss and, and I, I just, looked at the YouTube it and told you. 
Yeah, and I yeah yeah, and I'm like, it can't be that simple. And I did it, and I was like, this is outrageous. <laughs> the guy was like, yeah, just run here behind this computer, and she was like, that won't work. <laughs> no, he was literally it, like, it run works. upstairs, get your biggest gun, aim down sight, <laughs> and shoot <laughs> anything that comes up the stairs. And I'm like, this can't work. And apparently, <laughs> The Sims and Ghost and Ghost recon don't know how to walk upstairs so they're like just <laughs> running around listen man ai to walk upstairs is one of the most difficult things imaginable yeah, which I'm is crazy that they added ai into tarkov that will now kick doors in speaking of tarkov tell me about what's going on here man so tarkov two three days ago just had, had its most recent wipe uh now we've talked about this before um tarkov occasionally every every six to 18 months or so i think this wipe's gonna be very long um but every every few months uh tarkov will do a wipe where everyone's resets back to one and uh they make that's usually when they make a bunch of major changes and it's just for testing generally um yeah. but yeah so tarkov had a, had a wipe recently i actually think the patch is actually fairly good um i think they did a number of good changes to it like um they uh they made the flea market level 20 uh, and that's kind of a big deal because uh, until you get the flea market, you're kind of just on your own, you know, like you don't really have much of an option of, uh, you know, buying equipment, right? There are some traders, but, you know, there's not going to be a crazy amount. So, yeah, they made some good changes. I think it's I think it's pretty good right now. I mean, to me, obviously, Tarkov is a game that seems counterintuitive, but the more you explain the wipe to me, it brings the fun back in the game. Like, you've accumulated all this crap over this time. Your character is completely maxed out. I know that might not be the correct uh, nomenclature to use, but... It's fine for me. And, now you, and then you get there, and it's like, oh, man, I'm so godlike. I'm ready to start over. Let's get it back to where we all are grinding yeah. back. Um, Fun game to watch. Yeah, have not Tarkov is a very fun game to watch. It is a much, significantly less fun game to play. Um, but yeah, no, the best part about Tarkov is when you're fighting a guy and right. you guys are at the same level of gear, right? Because I might put two bullets into you, but your armor is going to stop those bullets. Cause I'm, I'm using bad bullets. Cause I had to pick them off, off the last guy that I killed, you know, and right, I'm, I'm recycling his stuff to kill you. Right. Where if you're late in the wipe and you know, landmarks running around as level 70 with just whatever he wants. And, and uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a lot more fun. The beginning of the game is more fun. Um, and that, that's where a lot of the, a lot of the fun really is in the game. In my, in my opinion, other than like the grindy, like late game stuff, I'm not a huge fan. Um, you know, what's really fun for me watching the game folks. I'm, I'm like those two Muppets from the Muppet show, the old guys that sit up in the balcony. I just learned their names again. And I totally forgot. I like watching people play Tarkov, be bad at it. And I like Bert watching Ernie? people. Yeah. No, no, those, those are the other ones. <laughs> like, uh, these two guys, they were like the hecklers of the, the Muppets. They would literally oh. scream at Kermit from a balcony. Like Kermit, they you great. suck, you they moron. These guys sound great. I don't remember watching the Muppets. It's been a really long time. Oh man! Oh man! We watched Boss Baby today before I went to work. Boss Baby Two, and it was—it's a movie that you know the, the my clan had been waiting to see for quite some time, uh, and it, I, I was not disappointed. Usually, sequels for kids' movies are not that great. This was actually pretty funny, but it has nothing to do with Tarkov. I like watching people stream Tarkov, so I work my way from lower to upper, right? So I end the, if I'm I'm gonna do it, I always end at Landmark. This is a guy that Zach put me onto. By all accounts, uh, the man probably shoots like this in real life. That's the only reason I, I think this is because he says Twitch is insane. But there's also a lot of skill there. But I also like starting low 
on Twitch, right? Sometimes I go to Facebook so, too. You're gonna, you're gonna watch me <laughs> play the game, and then work your way up to landmark. Dude, I like watching the guys and gals. I'm sorry, not to be sexist. Yeah, the, uh, there were some very, very good females in this game. Very good. Uh, very and, good. And Munition, Ginger Lioness, very, very good at the game. Dude, even the lower tier people are the greatest to watch. It's it's just amazing because it's like the game is so intense. Like, I watched this dude. I I don't understand. What's, you know you know I don't get what's going on with the inventory. He's doing stuff. He's moving shit yeah, around. I'm like, this guy either. must be good at this game. He's flicking stuff around from the inventory. I'm like, look at this professional. And he loads out. This is 20 minutes. I was watching this guy do this, not seriously watching, but I kept looking up and I look back down <laughs> at my phone. I look up and he's still doing it. And then he finally loads and he gets goes out to do something. And I'm like, all right, here we go. And he hadn't stepped out of that menu for two seconds. Died. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks into the camera and ends his stream. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's there's that. And then at the other end of the spectrum, Landmark is literally running around and making the game look like it's Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is the two, there is the difference uh, of of players, man. Some people play scared and some people play like they they don't care. And uh, yeah, it's it's definitely fun. It's fun fun to watch. It's very, very fun to watch. Well, I like people that, that trick a game, right? I love people who do that type of stuff. I love people who play Mortal Kombat like a Street Fighter. Look it up if you know what exactly I'm talking about. People, there are people who can play Mortal Kombat like fast, like a Street Fighter. Like, I, yeah. it's two different games, two entirely different hit sets. And I love watching Landmark play freaking uh, Tarkov because you're right. He does have the running gun style, but it's not just like he's running around aimlessly. He's like the Terminator he in there, has, dude. <laughs> that's a good he's way like, to describe him. He, like, so people always tout Shroud for having this incredible aim. I think yeah. in, in Tarkov, Landmark and Shroud are probably very close in, in skill level. And mm. yeah, it's it's actually it's incredible to watch. Like it's so it's so the Terminator is a very good example because he runs around like 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 actually like the fucking Terminator. Dude, I'm telling you, if you can make a cheater have a bad day, not only are you my hero, but it's pretty funny too. Especially when <laughs> yeah. it's three cheaters and they're yeah. like, "We got him now," and it's like, and he just wipes him. But so we got the new wipe going. Anyone you're besides Landmark, anyone else that people should be watching out uh, with the new wipe playing Tarkov? If you were going to make some suggestions on Twitch, I know you don't go to Facebook um, Gaming and Mixer doesn't exist anymore, but I still pee on their building. So true. That, uh, Pist- is doing a uh, a 50 day capped subathon. So if, if you sub to Pastilli, gift subs or whatever, so the subathon is extended. Um, right. If it goes for 10 days long, he's going to um, train and run a marathon. So right. uh, that'll be funny. Um, okay. Yeah, there's a bunch of people. Um, Willers, uh, Willers Z, very good at the game. Uh, I don't think the, you put me on the Willers. Nope. Um, we'll duo with uh, Landmark occasionally. So he's like in that same group of people. Very, very good. Clean, obviously. Uh, I like watching Clean play the game because he's Clean is just as good as like the guys who are very good at, at Tarkov. But he plays in a completely different play style. He plays much slower, much more methodical. Uh, he's a guy who was in the military, so he has a little bit of that background and and plays a little bit differently. So yeah, there's there's a bunch of bunch of great people to watch. You know, it's it's funny, man, because uh, if you have not been watching people play Tarkov, let you me should. Just make a- you, you should, should. You, stop watching Call of Duty streams, right? Stop. Listen, I like watching Miss May's streams because she's funny, and it's also very funny to watch her get like zoned in right you know because you if you read a chat p 
people are showing up for the wrong thing. They're hoping that a boob pops out or she's going to do some scantily clad stuff. They don't realize that she takes this shit seriously. And it's funny to see that. Now, when you go watch someone play Tarkov, folks, I'm telling you, there could not be an engagement for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. And when the shit cracks, even your stream, well, the one time, uh, one of your clips that you sent me where uh, I don't know who you were playing with and you were screaming, I'm cracked, son. How long <laughs> had you guys been running around before you got into that skirmish? Just, probably, probably eight or nine minutes. Oh, really? Okay, so that was that was a quick one. I watched someone stream. It was literally 20 minutes, and yeah, then it so finally happened. I, I, I generally play in a way where I, I want to get in engagements. Uh, right. So I'll run towards hot spots. Uh, I like fighting in that game. PvP in Tarkov is, is like no other. Uh, right. Same way Landmark plays, right? He's going to run towards the gunfire when he hears it instead of away from it like most people would, so... Right. Yeah, I play I play in, in a very similar way, but eight or nine minutes, right? Like you might but the issue is like looting takes a really long time, and if you're not good at looting, then it takes an incredibly long time. So you're like looking through fucking filing cabinets for like matches and shit. It takes a while. Dude, well, let me ask you a question. How does one become better at looting? Like now and, and explain what do you mean? Repetition. So okay. like uh you gotta recognize what items to keep, right? So like early wipe, like right now, when you go in, you wanna just funnel everything into your backpack and take as much stuff with you out right but okay. there are certain items you want to grab nuts and bolts are good for you know you, you use that stuff in your hideout measuring tapes and duct tape and stuff you use you use in certain things um, and then there are certain items you, you need for quests later on flash drives and cpu fans and wires and graphics cards and stuff you want to grab and um you want to grab for quests, right? Or cowboy hats you want to grab for quests, or you shankas you want to grab for quests. Uh, I picked up, a th I dropped a bunch of shit out of my inventory and picked up a, a specific dog shit armor and put it in my bag the other day because I need that for a quest coming up, right? So it's just going to sit in the bottom of my inventory until that quest comes up and, I'll, and I hand it, actually I already did hand it in. Um, so you want to pick up things, but you got to recognize what you need and what you don't need. So that's, that's being good at looting. Uh, also being able to do it very quickly, right? There okay. are some like things of like, Oh, I'm just going to I'll sit my bag down over here, run because, you know, you might have killed a guy in a hot spot and you get crossfire or whatever. So you go and you go on his body and then just put all of his stuff on your body and you run back to your bag and take your time looting. Right. There, there's a little bit of like situational knowledge that makes you very good at looting in the game. Next question. Mechanics. We may have been over this before, but I'm just going to ask. Mechanics and shooting in Tarkov and, say, for instance, Call of Duty or a game I'm familiar with, uh, Rainbow Six. How different is it? So it's, people can comparatively know you, how... You, you, if if you're good at Rainbow, you might have the mechanic of, like, pointing at someone's head. But right. you, you're not going to be able to control a gun in Tarkov. Uh, okay. The, Tarkov is a very unique, weird mechanic where your guy gets better at, at recoil. So usually, like, in Counter-Strike, right, the recoil for an AK goes up left right left it goes back and forth right when it go, after it goes up but in tarkov your gun will just shoot up but your guy will automatically center the recoil back down the far, the more you shoot the same way you would with a real gun if you're shooting right, a fully right, automatic right. gun you you know it's going to pop up a little bit so like it's hard to get used to that mechanic cuz i'm used to like having to adjust for it manually where in tarkov you actually kind of don't want to do it because you're going to over adjust the other way um yeah, but even just knowing what ammo goes in your gun in Tarkov takes a spreadsheet to fucking figure out. <laughs> so, Bring about the because every gun, say it's like chambered in like 45, or not even 7.62, has like 10 different ammos, right? And some ammo is good, and some ammo is not good at all. And they all look the same, but you got to know the name of them to, to know which one's good, right? Like you want right. to use 7.62, uh, 
PS ammo early wipe because it'll shred most low level armors, but you don't want to use 545 PS ammo because it's like one of the worst ammos in the game. So you got to you got to know the ammos, you got to know which ammo goes on which gun, uh, which mags go with which guns, like it's uh it's very very in depth even before you even get to the shooting. Last question for the uninitiated, for people who just play COD because we've said this before on the show, but I don't think we've actually explained why this is a, an important point to make. Why does Landmark playing this game like COD? Why is that like the the not the norm? Like, why is that worth mentioning? Or even say he plays this game like it's COD. Why is that important? Well, because of the, I think it's because of the risk reward, right? I don't okay. think the aiming after you learn the the recoil mechanic is not that hard. Um, okay. You got to aim in someone's general direction. I have pretty good aim. Um, so I'm going to be able to shoot at someone's general direction, uh, but whatever the recoil mechanic, but the risk reward, right? He's wearing a million rubles worth of gear, which for a, a new player is very hard to obtain. And he's just going to run around at people and just be better than them. Right. Where most players are moving slow, methodically, they're thinking where they're going first and not having to wor- and worrying about like peeking corners and stuff. And he's just running through buildings at, at a speed that there's probably only four players on the planet who can actually do that. You know, right. like him, Pastilli, maybe clean, actually probably clean. And uh, I, that might that might be it. You know, those might be the only three players in the game who can actually play at that level. Um, and he just does it all the time for 12 hours they, a day. Are there Tarkov? I know there are like tournaments, like, you know, like, but there's, there, yeah, but there's, yeah. but like tournaments is a weird word, right? When, okay. when, when people think of tournament, they think of like bracket tournaments, right? Where I play you and then the winner plays someone else, right? That's not how they work. They, they get, they get these guys like accounts that are at level 40, um, with some gear on it. And then they say, Hey, we have a bingo sheet here. Whoever can finish this first wins. And that's how they do it. Okay. So, all right. Folks, you, you're not understanding. Like, I, I wanted to ask the right questions to hopefully help you understand a little bit more. I'm trying to think if there are any more questions. But the reason why I'm asking Zach these questions is I want you to go in with some knowledge of what the skill is in the game, right? And just watch, just watch for a little bit, dude. Just watch it. Just watch for a little bit. I'm telling you, it's actually something you could put on if it's the right streamer, which is why I love the, the, the medium of, of streaming. And you can really enjoy the game. I will never buy it. I won't waste my money. Doesn't seem like a good endeavor for me to be a part of, dude. Like uh, I just have these images of myself like, <laughs> like you would have to like the knowledge base comes with playing the game right, right so you're right, going right, to eventually right. learn that you want to pick up bt and bs ammo for right. 545 right but you're going to leave prs ammo behind or you're going to learn that but you would have to like sit in an aim trainer uh, on steam like some aim trainer aim labs or whatever for a long time to get the, to get the correct like aim down like you would need to be fairly proficient at being able yeah, to I just, and target I just spotting. 40. I don't have that time. <laughs> True. Target spotting is very hard. <laughs> you know, but here's the thing though. You don't at 40, right. but at 70 you will. Ooh, yeah. It's 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 like a fucking it's a bell curve, right? <laughs> it's like it's like all the time in the world. And then it's gone. <laughs> um so uh yeah, like target acquisition in Dark Ops is, is the thing that I struggle with the most. 
Um, being able because people can like look at a character and tell if it's an AI scav or if it's a player. Right. And uh, sometimes I struggle with that. Actually, in one of the raids I was in yesterday, I died because of that. You know, uh, I was playing with Arcs, and Arcs needed to kill scav play, scav uh, characters, um, and we were we were fighting at on customs at gas station, and he kills a scav, and another guy, another character walks up, and I I looked at it and goes, oh, I think that's another scav because it was it was next to a scav, and that that character turns out to be a player and one tapped me, just killed me one bullet, shot me in the head, and I was like, oh. Well, that was a player. <laughs> so, yeah, very, very confusing. Um, I, I'm not very good at looking at a, a character and telling you. I'm getting better, but you usually tell by the what gun they're using. But it, it's hard. So, yeah, um, it's um, it's one of those games though. Like, in all, in all honesty, man, like I wish I had more balls to do. But you know what? Maybe I will. Maybe I'll grow up here. Maybe I'll grow up here. Maybe I'll grow up here. You know, I'm not gonna do it. How much does the game cost? Seventy bucks? No, I think you can get the the base version for forty. Ooh, I can feel them dropping right now, folks. I think I felt the left one come down a little bit. Right one's following shortly thereafter. Maybe I'll check it out. Hold on, I'm not playing with you though. You're you're an abusive coach. Oh, no, you would want you would want to play with me. You um, are a, a Russian gymnast. I coach. listen. I understand that, but this is not <laughs> this is not a game. You want to go in and and. Uh, play solo it it just isn't it you it is you it is really beneficial to run with at least one other person uh right. and one other person you can communicate well with so right, right, right. yeah right, it's it's very hard uh i'm trying right. to find the how do i fucking what are you trying to find i'm trying to like go on the website and find where you buy the damn game no, no, nothing's easy to buy anymore. You need a launcher. That's your problem. You don't understand the way the internet yeah, well, works. Well, Tarkov has his own launcher, but it makes sense <laughs> because this can't go on Steam. <laughs> the Russians are actually maybe it should go on Steam, and we we'll get more terrible players. I'll just take all their good gear. Um, yeah, forty five dollars for the basic version, but you really no. you don't want the basic version. What you really want is you want the hundred and forty dollar version. See, um, there you go, and only because. The, the stash space so like when you load out of a out of a raid you have all of that gear and stuff that you picked up on you and you have to put right. that in your stash which was like i don't know let's say like your desk right you have to put all this stuff on your desk and the standard 45 dollar desk is like uh, it's like a high school desk you know like the yeah. little desk you sit in high school that's really good at cracking your back if you push on them yeah and then the hunt the, the edge of darkness i think that's what it's called the, uh, I don't even say it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Edge of Darkness. The Edge of Darkness edition is like having a fucking. It's like being a CEO of a company, and you're like, you know what? I want seven desks right next to each other, and it's it's that much of a difference. It is from endangered wood. I tell you, trees that may not procreate. That's where I want yes. my desk from. Um, <laughs> I want trees to fear me. Yeah, I often walk around the woods and I just kick over little saplings for no reason. <laughs> you look at the other ones like. Yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do, bro? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna see now. I'm psyched. I know what we're. Yeah. Here's the thing, folks. So we have a post show and we have, we have a pre-show and a post-show conversation. So we usually do our pre-show conversation to vibe out, and then uh, post-show it's uh while Zach is editing and I mean uh, rendering stuff, and I'm just waiting to do the tag. So we'll usually watch Twitch. So I already know what we're doing for the post-show. I'm gonna go on over, check out some people. I know what you're thinking though. You're like Steve. 
you're supposed to be a Street Fighter person. Why don't you ever talk about the people you watch on Street Fighter? Because that one guy took a vacation on Twitch, and then I didn't have anyone watch for like three weeks. He took a break from streaming. He's like, fuck you, dude. I'm going to Hawaii. Fuck this. I can't play this stupid game that I've been playing for five years with no updates. Well, I mean, he beats everyone that comes in the lobby. The fun used to be that he'd be like, yeah, jump in my Discord, man. I'll send you an invite. Is he that good? Oh yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's he's really really good with Akuma. And the thing is, like, he's really good at playing and talking at the same time. And often people who play him aren't that good. So he's just like, hey, so where you from, man? Three hit combo. Oh man, yeah, I love Ohio. Four hit combo. Yeah, you know what? Oh, <laughs> he's just having a casual a- conversation. <laughs> like, what? He's like, I got some deep dish in Chicago. Wants twelve hit combo. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's it for you. You're out of here. All right, man. Hey, well, uh, thanks for stopping by. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway. I, I couldn't do it, man. I, I couldn't. Do it. If it was like back when I was playing a lot of Call of Duty, I, I could do that. Like hop yeah. in the lobby with people and, and, and shoot the shit and play like that casually. But I definitely could not do that with, with like a game that I'd have to focus on. Dude, it's, it's one of my favorite things is uh, there's this guy who does a uh, PlayStation Sony coverage, right? He covers place, all the PlayStation consoles, all the hot takes, all the news. It's pretty much the only thing he covers a on a chill, show. you might say. Yes, yes, Got yes, it. yes. Um, but he did a video that was called who's still left on the ps3 servers and he loaded into his you know he played cod jumped onto a server this is a older video and he found one guy and they're running they're doing some boat map right it's like a yacht or something like that yeah, and he's it's, talking it's to probably, the guy uh black ops 2 i, th- uh, I think it was uh, what's the name of the map uh man I've, I've played a lot i've dropped so many hundred kill games on that map yeah he, ju- so. he jumps in the game with the guy and he's and he's playing with him and he's like hey man uh, so I see you're still playing on PlayStation 3, and the guy's like, yeah, yeah, they're on the old, they're the other side of the boat right Hi now. James. Let's go. Hi, <laughs> and he's like, so uh, why are you still playing on uh, PlayStation 3 if you don't mind me asking? The guy's like, I can't afford a PlayStation 4. Hey, man, look, they're coming over on the right. <laughs> it's just like amazing how frustrated the other guy's getting. But the guy who's talking, he's killing people. He's like, oh, yeah, I see him. Bink. Uh, yep, there's that guy right there, too. Bink. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't do it. I, I can't. I can do it a little bit. I was getting a little bit better at gears, and then Took a you know two month break and next thing I went in there and just me and one other guy and he was really good so I was like well that's it for gears and <laughs> <laughs> that is the extent it. of the gears player base right there too <laughs> you're gonna get a lot of sweaty sweaty gears guys mad at you dude <laughs> those dudes so are... what they couldn't catch me yeah that's true they, they have to lay on their side and roll <laughs> they're like oh, hold my chili cheese fries I'll get them <laughs> I'll get them right now well don't ask me to hold them I'm, I'm down on them uh. Anytime. With all my indigestion <laughs> problems, I see, I walk past chili cheese fries that have not been touched, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> chili cheese fries are the, are the, uh, the American equivalent of nachos. 100%, dude. And here's the thing, right? It's a bad food, so you don't have to worry about it being gourmet. But when someone does something interesting with it, it's really delicious, like, right? So I've had chili fries. cheese fries. What are it, those? Exactly. Dude, there's a place called Tommy's in California. People love this place, but it's absolutely disgusting. But the chili cheese fries are amazing. I've had chili cheese fries in Denny's, and I'm like, this is this is pretty good. Yeah, and I had some really, you know, I had some really good, you know, gourmet street whole foods market. You know what I'm talking about, like yeah, some yeah, food yeah. shit. And I'm just like, oh man, well that was an organic experience, and I really enjoyed that as well. I'll eat it, folks. Forget about Patreon. <laughs> you want to order some chili cheese fries? We'll get you the P.O. box. You just send, send them there. We'll no, don't. Please, no. They're going to be moldy and disgusting by the time we get to them. 
Um, this is a last topic, but this is a topic Zach does not care about. He doesn't care about it at all, folks. And I'm just going to tell you right now, he's falling asleep. He's rolling his eyes, but I, I care about it. But it's a little funny, too. You get what you deserve. And if you've made a career out of attacking poor college kids when they haven't fully formed a thought on the Internet and then broadcasting and your show becoming monetized for that, one day you are come up and will come. It doesn't matter if I agree with your politics. I believe in punching in your weight class. I would never tell a, a super heavyweight to go down to light heavyweight, right? I think you should at least go down to heavyweight and fight those guys. Well, right? Yeah, go down to heavyweight, you fat piece of shit. Yeah, but it's like you and three other guys in the 275 division. <laughs> piece of fat and then, large. And when Brock Lesnar shows up, everyone's like, well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the thing, right? I think you should punch your weight, your weight class, right? Mm-hmm. I think that when it comes to intellectual conversations and debates, and there's a distinction to be made there, you should have a conversation with someone that can at least stand a chance and has fully formed thoughts. So Stephen Crowder, everyone's favorite bro, debate me, uh, debate me, bro, on YouTube. And when I say that, he's not everyone's favorite, but he just had a situation where he got into it got into it with an OG content creator H3 you know from his podcast and that guy's not with his own without his own controversies but uh this all started over vaccines right over the CDC and blah 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 conjecturary data and that's what Steven Crowder does right if you say that nacho fries are really good at this place and he's like well the data says that da, 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 da. and I'm like yeah but your data is subjective but if I was to present my version of subjective data, then, you know, he's just like, well, you're just a communist and a shill. And then I have a cue card that I read from, and I'm not really a conservative. I just do this to grift people. And that's what, you know, that's what I really think. I don't think he believes in conservative ideals. So they were supposed to have a debate. Obviously, and H3 pointed this out right before. And it's funny, I've seen the entire video because Crowder released his version of the events. He's like, you have to watch my side to see the full context. And all it really is is now we get to see that Stephen Crowder's a real moron because he released this. <laughs> They're sitting down and H3 is like, yeah, I, I know that you brought me on here because, you know, I don't know a lot about the politics. And I'm not a really smart guy. Everyone knows that about me. My whole, even so my entire time. So he's referring to Ethan from H3H3. Yeah, sorry about uh, that's that. That's the name of the channel is H3H3, Ethan and, and Hilla. Uh, they have they have podcasts and shit. They used to do all sort of weird videos. But that's who he's referring to when he says H3 because I was confused at first as well. Sorry about that. Um, as you should. But yeah. uh, hey, hey, hey. hey <laughs> I'm going to eat your half of the chili cheese fries that shows up to Good, the have them. <laughs> I prefer but nachos. The long, send the nachos, folks. You heard it. So, But the, the, the long and short of this is he brought him on there to make an ass of this guy. He brought Ethan on there to make an ass of him. And Ethan, being an old school content creator from YouTube, but someone who's still firmly planted in the real life trolling on the internet, said, forget that. I know there's one thing that Steven Crowder has avoided since 2018. Steven Crowder was supposed to uh, debate a guy by the name of Sam Sneeder. Sorry if I'm pronouncing Cedar. your name. I think it's Cedar. S-E-D-E-R. I looked it up. Yeah. And uh, Sam Sneeder is he's, he's not a slouch. So this is a man that can actually debate a subject, right? He is a person who can yep. full, he, he can he can fully articulate his points. He he references things. He has original sources, and that's very important in a debate. And uh, he used to be a contributor for MSNBC, and then he got fired from there. And he has a show called The Majority Report that's doing really well. But Crowder was supposed to debate him at Politicon 2018, pulled out weirdly right before the event. So that happens, right? You get booked for something. Zach could get booked for something. His schedule, you know, is a conflict. Maybe, you know, it doesn't have to be a controversy. 
problem was Sneeder talked to one of the, the organizers and recorded one of the this is from political uh politicon and they were like yeah so uh crowder pulled out and it looks like his dad was the reason they pulled out so Stephen Crowder's father does a lot of his booking and his public uh uh handles his publicity and all that stuff like that like an agent and, yeah like an agent but more like a joe jackson agent he controls his son in this, this space essentially this uh this person told uh sam that he got cold feet and his dad felt like this would not be a good look for him so they have never met up again politicon even released a meme <laughs> when they took uh, when they took Steven Crowder, you know he's known for the change my mind thing on yeah, college campuses. Yeah, yeah. So they they have that famous picture of him of Crowder sitting in front of his little desk with his books of facts that he waylays college kids with, and it's like uh, change my mind, Politicon ever going to happen? And it's just you know they took a shot, and he still didn't right. respond. Ethan comes on, says his his speech, and he's like, "Yeah, you picked me because you know I'm stupid, and you know that I'm stupid, but I want you to know that I've prepared for this." And you can see something was up with Steven Crowder. Like, he's like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, okay. And, and, and Ethan kind of looks over to the left of the screen for a second. And Crowder was on some diatribe. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's looking left. Because Crowder knew something was up. And then who pops up on his screen? Like, the, the king curmudgeon himself, Sneeder. And he's like, Crowder, why have you been avoiding me? And it just goes into this thing. So that's not that big of a deal. Why right? doesn't feel like Crowder leaves, over. right? Yeah, Crowder. So here's the crazy thing. Crowder's buddy, his fat little comedy gnome friend that he has on the show now, comes over because they've already been preparing for this, and he sits down. Now, they're trying to play like, hey, we're not worried about Sneeder, right? We're not worried about you, and he's like, no one wants to debate you because I have 5 million viewers, and you have one point whatever, and he's like, it's not worth it for me to do this, but he's debated people with 100,000 viewers on sure. YouTube, and you know what? The, and he, multiple people, and you know what the common thread was there, Zach? They were people who could not stand up right. to the barrage of information. So this whole thing goes down. Crowder basically bails. He's like, whatever, Ethan, you're a punk, blah, 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 blah. And I guess he thought that people were just going to let this blow over, but they didn't. People wanted to see this debate play out. They don't care that he got ambushed. They wanted to see him debate someone that could actually defend themselves. So now the internet has been riddled. And when I say riddled, They're with the blood clowning. of Crowder, they are yes. clowning Crowder. <laughs> like, I don't, I am not, I don't care about the political shit yeah. online at all. And that made its way to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, Which so... is hilarious because I don't give a fuck. Dude, and it's just, you get what, you, you know, you get what you put out there, folks. You pick on people a lot. One day, the bully that's been looking for you is going to find you. So yeah. if, you ever, if, if you're ever interested in this type of stuff and you want to hear me talk more about it, because I'm giving you a rushed, abridged version, because really, it is just idiotic, right? It's, it's an idiotic, small thing that happened in the microcosm, which is YouTube. It doesn't impact policy. doesn't change anything. Right. You and I are both going to die someday. We're both being overtaxed to pay for infrastructure that has not been repaired. That's the truth. But if you call yourself a thinker and a debater and you call yourself a representative of anything, you should want to take on the best version of the opposition because yeah, it's true. You have that mentality from from sports and fighting. People don't have that mentality, man. People are looking for easy wins, right? Like Crowder, Ben Shapiro is a very good example of that. Like they're just looking for easy wins. They're looking for people that they could talk to that have no idea what's going on, that they could just w word salad, word soup at them, and then the other yeah. person gets nervous, right? And then yeah. and then locks locks up. Like yeah, that, that yeah. is absolutely 
what is happening. Um, those guys are those guys are all very much like that, and uh, they're like the new age um, bullies, right? Like yeah. they're, they're political yeah. bullies, and they're not even very good at what they do. They will just overwhelm you with words that you get bored of listening and will just assume that what they're saying is true and then just move on with your life. Like that's yeah. that's essentially what they do. So here's the thing. There's a, a guy named uh, Blurred Without Fear, and he does a uh, comic book commentary on YouTube. He does a really good job. He's not as uh, I don't like him as much as I like a comic story in uh, comics explained. They're obviously the OGs in that space, but they put on a more theatrical representation mm-hmm. of comics and they're like living encyclopedias. But Blurred Without Fear is really he's really, really good as well. He had a debate with a young ripper who is uh, Eric D. Gil- Eric D. July, who is a libertarian but leans conservative on a lot of issues. You know what I enjoyed about their quasi-debate and conversation? They punched in their weight class. Now, I agree with everything you just said. They didn't walk away changing each other's minds, but they conceded on points, right? Where where if one person brought up a fact, it's like, oh, okay, I have to acknowledge that fact. This is a fact. It cannot be disputed. It doesn't matter what part of Google I go running to right right right, now. Right, right. This is a fact, and that's the thing that I respect. So I'm going to close with this, man. It is going to be the most eloquent thing you've ever heard here. On talking with a dad. Steven Crowder is a bitch. And anyone that gets mad at me for saying that, you're probably a bitch too. Because if you're supporting this bitch made ass motherfucker that ran away from the ability to have a conversation with someone that can hold a conversation with him, that means you're not here for the, the actual substance. You're here, you're here to watch people. Yeah, <laughs> you're here to watch people lose. And you know what? I'm not saying anything bad about Jordan Peterson. Some of you are going to come from my neck. Listen, if you like Jordan Peterson, that's fine. I would never say a bad word about a man that you know has been through the things he's been through. But there's a difference between Crowder, Shapiro, and Peterson, right? And I just think that we need to start thinking about the people we put up on these pedestals as these great thinkers when if you're not willing to engage, don't make it seem like the other side is running from you. No, you're picking on college kids, dude. Yeah, you're you're picking your battles. (laughs) Yeah, you're very much acting like the UFC is going to act with Sean O'Malley after one loss. Hey, now why you got to do shit like that, man? You know me and Sean Because Sean O'Malley's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, I'm a Christian, and I try not to use words like I just said, but fuck Steven Crowder, dude. (laughs) Dude, I really 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 resonated. I heard the echo in your palatial estate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. At any rate, man, that, those are my my, my closing words on, on that situation there. Uh, Zach, my friend, anyone you want to curse out besides? Well, wait, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Why? It's not his fault. His opponent pulled out. What do you get this guy a chance, man? Yeah, but <laughs> like there was like seven people who actually everybody in that weight class was like, fuck it. I'll fight him. And then they picked <laughs> some guy who has never fought in the UFC and is nine and four in in whatever other bullshit organization that he was in before but, but that doesn't take away from uh, uh o'malley's skill what you're wanting to see is the real test right i want to see him new- fight someone legit he fought yeah he fought chito vera and chito vera beat him that's the truth right like okay that's the truth so you're not what gonna get some kid? dude off the street well actually it might be it might be a better chance for this kid because he you know he's not gonna have any tape on him He's gonna go right. in there, but Sean O'Malley's good striking, right? Like let's let's not beat her on the bush. It's, it's yeah. good, but I, you know he's not gonna be a top five guy in that division. I don't think that division is full of fucking killers. That division, like, he's 30, not gonna he be top five. Take it. He fights in thirty five. 
Yeah. Doesn't beat Aljo, doesn't beat Jan, doesn't beat um, Sandahagen, doesn't beat TJ, doesn't beat Cody Garbrandt, doesn't beat uh, Dominic Cruz. Like, how many more? That's like seven people. He doesn't beat any of those guys. Crazy thing about that whole situation at 35, man, and that's a good point. Uh, it's still a murderer's row. It like, is. it is. That is that is the. I don't want to talk about UFC. Uh, we do it enough on this show, and we'll do it yeah, way yeah. more next week before the uh, Connor, uh, whatever the fuck, uh, but does a Poirier. Sorry, I should have said does a whatever the fuck fight. Um, but yeah, 35, I think, is the most exciting division right now. And it seems like they're fighting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah those they, guys are all fighting. They're so they're booked. Uh, folks, make sure you tune in next week. Uh, by the time this goes up tomorrow, obviously, we'll be doing a live show next week for preparation for Dustin Poirier versus Connor, the last fight in their trilogy, which is going to be a huge deal. A bunch of other big fights on that card. Yeah, uh, we're going to go old school official Tom predictions going up. Uh, I will not be gambling that week because the betting odds, that's something I'll talk. I'll save for next week. There's some, some, some weird going on with these betting apps in the UFC right now. And I, I spotted it. I just want to talk to a few other people, but okay. If you, you do your research and get back to me. <laughs> listen, don't place any bets. That's all I'm telling <laughs> you guys. All right. There's something strange going on here, but, uh, Zach, you fucking beautiful son of a bitch you it's been good seeing you again man thank you for being patient folks we've missed a few shows because of me i am the dad of talking with a dad and there's usually shit going on in my life but uh i'm hoping that we can close out the summer strong keep bringing you guys the content that you love and uh you know what for those of you that stuck around on this ride with us make sure you find us at anchor twitter ig facebook and you can gmail us too if you'd like it's, no you can't uh, no you can't do not gmail us anything uh that is all have a great day <laughs>